She opens it, looks inside, closes it. Blinking lights illuminate the pathway. Get it? Yes. Then give it. She takes a breath. 7.30 a.m. He walks from the entrance on York Street, totally bypassing the correct entrance on 67. When I'm prepared for rain, it never does. Imagine this place I'm standing. Imagine we're just right there. This is Active Listening, a new dramatist's podcast series that invites the resident playwrights to experiment with story, intimacy, and immediacy through sound experiences. This initiative was born of the questions that became urgent as our pandemic lockdowns began. What are creative alternatives to gathering together in rooms? What might a play for the ear sound like? Each episode features work by a different resident playwright. This episode also features work by playwright and new dramatist's communications and advocacy manager, Naveen Bahar Choudhury, who writes, As more of the population becomes vaccinated and the world begins to reopen, I find myself hesitant to transition back into ordinary life without first reflecting upon and grieving the experiences of the last 15 months. I contracted COVID very early in the pandemic, just after lockdown began. In this piece, I assembled a collage of text messages, phone calls, and memories from the time I was sick in the hope of finding a coherent narrative that might make a tiny bit of sense out of an experience that made none. This is Vignettes from the Plague by Naveen Bahar Choudhury. March 22nd, 2020, 3.07 p.m. Hey, sorry I missed your call. I'm um, I'm texting back because I'm in the middle of this four-hour-long writing workshop on Zoom with Young Jean Lee. Uh, but I'm good. It's a gorgeous day here. I took a walk in the neighborhood this morning and had to walk in the middle of the street because everyone in Brooklyn is taking a walk at the same time. Um, but there's zero traffic, and the... Birds actually are super loud. Um, anyway, I have to get back to this workshop, which is amazing. <laughs> I've been writing for two hours straight, and I'm, I'm actually sweating. It's weird. Uh, call you later. March 22nd, 2020, 7.10 p.m. Hey, I ended up leaving the workshop early because I started feeling really sick. I thought maybe it was just the writing prompt was really intense, but then I took my temperature just in case, and um, I have a fever of 101.1. Um, text or give me a call if you can. I'm kind of freaking out. March 24th, 2020, 5.02 p.m. Hey, uh, I'm just texting you my brother's contact info in case I die. Okay. Do you need to go to the hospital? No. I don't think so. My temp just shot up to 102. It's the highest it's been so far. March 26th, 
4.53 p.m. Hello, is this Miss Chowdhury? Hi, is this the nurse? I was about to give up. Thank you for holding. I'm just going to ask you a few screening questions before I can connect you with the nurse. Uh, The first one is, have you been in contact with anyone who has tested positive for COVID-19? I live in New York City. Okay. And have you been to any locations where there may have been people who tested positive for COVID-19? I live in New York City. Ma'am, I do have your address in front of me, and I see you live in Brooklyn, New York. Is that correct? Yes, that's that's part of New York City. Thank you. Now, can you tell me what specific locations you have been in where there may have been individuals who have tested positive for COVID? Everywhere. Every fucking where. My job, the grocery store, the laundromat, bars, restaurants, theaters, the subway. Do you, do you understand how this works? There's eight million people everywhere you go here, and probably all of them have COVID, and none of them have tested positive, because none of them have been tested. We don't have enough tests. You can't get access to a test unless you're already dying, and so your question doesn't make any fucking... Please hold while I connect you with the nurse. March 28th, 2020, 11.32 a.m. Hey, I'm not sure if you're feeling worse or roughly the same or hopefully better, but wondering if just to be on the super safe side and if you have the energy, you want to pack a go bag in case you need to leave quickly for urgent care or something. If anything, to give some level of security in the given circumstances. I mean. Super unlikely, of course, that you'd need to use it and not to be alarmist, but just to have a worst case backup. March 30th, 2020, 8.52 a.m. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Checking in again. My head is pounding and I'm sweating like crazy. Honestly, just want to die already because I can't take it anymore. The moment I hit send on this last message, I realize how very much I do not want to die already. I haven't been able to eat. I have no strength in my body, but I suddenly feel a desperate urge to do something to force myself to get better. But what to do with this feeling? There is no medicine I can take, no treatment I can pursue. A few days before, I had finally reached an actual doctor for a teledoc appointment, and she told me, yes, you definitely have COVID, but just stay home. Do not go to the emergency room unless your lips turn blue or if you have trouble breathing. I prop my body up with my arms, which are shaking. My muscles have atrophied from being in bed and not being able to eat anything except for the oatmeal that I force feed myself once a day for nine, or is it now 10 days? (sighs) Okay. 
I'm going to take Sam's advice and prepare a go bag. My legs are like jello as I stand up. I have never felt so wobbly in my life. It takes all the energy and fortitude I have to take the three steps to get to my backpack when it finally occurs to me to ask, what the fuck do you put in a go bag? I consider calling Sam and asking, but that would take too much energy. Instead, I carelessly grab a phone charger and some underwear and put it in the bag and toss it by the door. There. I stagger back to bed and collapse. Somewhere in my body, I know that this go bag is a joke and not just because I have no idea what to put in it. It's a joke because I have no intention of going anywhere, not even if my lips turn blue and not even if I'm gasping for air. Somewhere in my body, I know that if I go to one of these hospitals full of patients on ventilators, I will never come home again. And I will not die in one of these hospitals. If I have to die of COVID, I will die in my apartment in Brooklyn like a person. My half-assed go bag serves as a talisman, like carrying an umbrella on a sunny day. When I'm prepared for rain, it never does. If I'm prepared to go to the hospital that I will refuse to go to even if I need to, then maybe. April 2nd, 2020, 9.08 p.m. Hey, thanks for checking in. Much improved. No fever. Sitting up in bed. Still have tons of nausea and can't eat anything. Taking two or three steps is exhausting, but it feels like a new face. Yeah, it feels weird to be telling people I'm doing great when I haven't had solid food and don't have the energy to walk down the hall right now, but everything is hugely relative right now, so. May 10th, 2020, 11.24 a.m. It's been about one month since my last fever. Today is the first day I have the strength to take a walk longer than 10 minutes. It's the first day I actually pick up my go bag and take the underwear out of it. I leave the phone charger in. It was really the underwear that made it a go bag. And I walk to Greenwood Cemetery to meet with my friend Lynn, who greets me with homemade cupcakes that say, buy COVID and the frosting. I still have weird heart palpitations and it hurts to take a deep breath. And yet. You just heard Vignettes from the Plague. It was written, performed, and sound designed by Naveen Bahar Choudhury. Active Listening is a project of New Dramatists and is produced by Corinne Keithley-Sires and Melissa Tian. 
More information on the series and a sonic visualization of each episode can be found by going to newdramatists.org slash active listening. New Dramatists is one of the country's leading playwright centers and a nationally recognized new play laboratory. Its mission is to provide playwrights with time, space, and resources in the company of gifted peers to create work, realize their artistic potential, and make lasting contributions to the theater. Active listening is made possible with generous support from the Venturist Theater Fund of the Tides Foundation.